Oh, Remember that yes, guy? Yes, yeah, I love bopper. it. I love it. R.I.P. Wow. Baby. R.I.P. What a funny one to remember. Yes, <laughs> and I can't help it. He's job. always on the forefront. What is going on with me that I'm always like Big Bopper? I'm always Big Bopper. Yeah, he was so yeah, great. yeah. So but, great. Uh, there was a lot of a lot of good stuff that that came and went, and uh, I just got I got to tell you something, man. I was looking around. I found my first set that I played in, back in 1978. <gasps> what? And you didn't share it with me? KKZZ up in uh, in Lancaster. I got out of radio school and I got a gig up at a country station, playing you know canned music and tapes and all that kind of shit. But every Saturday they let me bring my own tunes in. Yeah, and, and you didn't the share first that tune with me. I played was whole lot of shaking going on by Mountain. Yeah, there's a whole oh lot of shaking going on. Yeah. Yeah, and baby. Got, <laughs> and yeah, I got to th- I got to thinking about that. I said, "Oh, cry!" I, ch- I had to find it. I found it through browse or something on iTunes, and or i whatever it is, whatever YouTube, the fuck. or some way I got the goddamn tune. And uh, while I was searching for the title, I saw it also by George Clinton <gasps> and Funkadelic, oh, Parker, you know, Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah. I, oh, man. And the guy is so cool. I met him up here one night. He was going to Bearsville. He was appearing there. And when he was pulling up, I was floating around having a smoke with a couple of buddies outside the door. And I thought he was just another dude. And he was looking at the pastor. I said, hey, He's man, an extraordinary you're going to dude. tonight. And it was him, you know. So we shot the shit a little. And he's got a thing of whole lot of shaking going on. Oh, baby. That is yeah. just fucking incredible. George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. So I played these two the other day for myself. I do a lot of shit just to enjoy the headset. Yes. And I played whole lot of shaking going on by a Mountain. And I followed it with George Clinton. And if that doesn't get an old bastard up and out of their fucking rocking chair. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. You know, I used to get in trouble. Uh, Here, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody this story, okay? (laughs) Let's pretend like. (laughs) It's never too late to get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, don't tell anybody. See how funny this is because we're on air. Don't tell anybody this story, but I used to get in trouble when I was little. Because I did, I did. I know, so fucking weird. I was so demented. But when I was so small, so small, I used to run around the house and go, good gracious, great balls of fire. And my mom used to beat the shit out of me. Like every time, like smack that shit out of my mouth. Okay, because what happened? What happened with him, right? (laughs) So great balls of fire was Jerry Lewis. And what was the story behind him, huh? You yeah. remember oh, with the cousin you're such a and lucky person. you remember that though with the cousin and all this thing and he married her and this whole fucking thing. Well, it was such an issue with Jerry Lee Lewis. Or what they want taking care of yourself and that's you're a fortunate person if you're able to do that. My my son explained that to me. He said not everybody's able to stand up for themselves at a young age. No, look and, at Jerry Lee, right? That's a prime example. So you got this man who's so amazing. He's breaking grounds. He is creating music. He is stepping the way for stuff. Absolutely. And then what happened? Yes, I always loved him. Jerry Lewis. He's got a beautiful tune out. What uh, old one of uh, what makes the Irish heart beat? 
That's right. Jerry Lee Lewis, See, man. but he married his cousin. It was a whole shit show. Oh, he was, you know, the, what I liked about him is he was a zany, he still is a zany character, you know. See, but it was and, fine for me to walk around the house at that young age going, goodness gracious, great balls of fire, oh, until he married his cousin, and then my mom was like, shut your mouth. Oh, no, but see, you were correct. Yeah, I was correct, you? but I had to shut the fuck up after that. <laughs> I was like, damn, oh, I don't yeah. want to get hit like that again. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Why are you marrying your cousin? You're wrecking my song. Oh, that's funny, though. It is funny. And you know what? Oh, like, if yeah, you look man. at the careers of these people, it's so freaking were amazing. You, were you hearing Chuck Berry at the same I time? I love then? Chuck Berry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because... I get uh, fucking know. crucified for this shit, Patrick. No joke. Because of my age and what I know and what I know, I get yeah. fucked up all the time. People are like, what do you know about this? I'm like, bitch, oh, please. Yeah, man. What am they I, a millennial? Some... I don't have the attitude like, I wasn't born yet, so I don't know about that. Bitch, please. I used to stay awake at night with a radio, run on battery, under my pillow, keeping me up all night long so I can hear and hear and hear and hear oh, and hear and hear. Cool. And my mom would be like, oh. I don't know why you're so tired. I don't know why. And I'm like, I don't know either. I don't know either. I don't know either. But I knew every song and every lyric and everything. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That, that you got great. me fucked up. Don't come to me telling me what because of my age. Fuck you, bitch. No. Oh, I know oh, everything no, about no. everything. No, age is just a bullshit thing. See, but that's uh, a millennial problem. You know how many yeah, times I get that have, shit? You can have a car with 200,000 miles on it that's going to run better than a piece of shit with 60,000 on exactly. it. Exactly. You know, but it I wasn't born until 1994, so I don't know yeah. about that. No, that's good you're not embarrassed to tell people that No, you, I will you let you know. I soak that man. shit up like a mother. That was a, a wonderful, wonderful so time to be listening. My the wife and I used to listen to like... Uh, Blueberry Hill, Fats Domino. Fats Domino, I was about to say that. Look at you. Ah, yes. Let's twist again. <laughs> like we did last oh. summer. Oh, oh that's the best. Let's twist again. Like yeah. we did last year. I'm like, yeah, baby. Oh, sure. Do you remember when? Oh, yeah. so good. It's so, so, that so was good. A, a great musical I feel sad era, for people you know. that don't know this no people don't understand they think everybody back in those days was listening to fucking frankie avalon and shit like that like, i don't even know what they think like music didn't no, exist past whole, house and that was fucking a whole trance. different world pat boone and these fucking thank I you mean, that didn't exist and you know me that i'm a huge exist. john denver you, <laughs> me and john denver i love sex with that corpse man. yeah when you had the chords doing shaboom back in 1954 we got it. We got it in our jukebox. We got it by the chords. We didn't get it by the fucking crew cuts. Yeah, yeah. White bread fuckers, you know. Yeah. Uh, there was a difference in music, and uh, see these kids walking around. They don't know shit. To, we never bothered with anything. Like literally anything before two thousand and five. These people do not know. No. It's so sad. You know like, I feel nice? like I need to move. I need to move. I need to go oh, somewhere. Oh, no, a lot of them. Somewhere else. You, you laid into them, uh, to these millennials and shit, and I love them. And you let them I love them too, but you know ones. what? That's no excuse. If you say, I don't know about something because I wasn't born yet, that oh, is yeah. bullshit. Like, grow. Like, what is going when on? When they hear it, they love it. Or when they, they, it, they like, act like it's not a thing. Like, what are you asking doing me? that one about, what about me? 
You poison my green trees. Yeah. Uh, you cut down my trees. The pills you said my children are the cause of their disease. It's a beautiful fucking old, old song. Mm. And, and it's new to them. That's the nice thing about it, kitten. It's yeah, new but they're to not them. trying to hear new to them. They're walking around here in this bubble like nothing before their birth age. Oh, you gotta send them. You gotta send them West Coast millennials back here. We got. All right, that's it. Board the ship. This is Noah's Ark. I'm taking two by two by age. We're going across the country. Line them up right there. If you're not, it's two by two, and we're slaughtering the rest of you. We're gonna kill the rest of you. I need blood. I need blood. Uh, Vampires to feed. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, Paul. That's Uh funny shit. Jeez. Whatever you two are smoking today. <laughs> She's on life. I'm on a little bit of stuff called Sherbert. Sherbert. Yeah, there we go. Um, Sherbert or Surfer? Uh, Sherbert. 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 Rainbow colored. It's baby. called Sherbert, but it's spelled weird. Oh, Sherbert. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And I've always been a strawberry or orange Sherbert kind of guy. So. Oh, yeah, Sherbert. Oh, gelato. Yeah. Gelato. What the hell is that, gelato? Say gelato. Shaved ice. Well, we say shaved ice. We sell that at a carnival. Right off the card on the street. That was good stuff when you were a kid. It cost like two cents. I'm I'm back in the fucking 30s on that one. Hey, so what do you guys think about the story it hit in the last 10 hours in the national news or international news that uh, there there was a nerve agent attack? On someone, I guess, uh, a daughter. Yeah, he was a double agent. He was living in England. Right. And And the Russian commie reds of oligarch, the Putin, uh, they knocked him off. And uh, that's not a nice thing to do in another country. So they picked out 23 of their assholes from the country. You know, and the prime minister over there, the chick, she's got a... She got herself pissed off at them, and I'm glad. Oh, yeah, Fuck Theresa May. Yeah, she got yeah. pissed off. So. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I, I don't blame her. No, I like speaking up. You know, hey, you stepped on my foot, motherfucker. That's what that's what the monkey says to the lion and the signifying monkey. When the lion asked him why he sent his ass down to fight the elephant and get his ass kicked. And he said, you stepped on my foot, motherfucker. He said, hashtag no disco balls. Wife trying to get a bit, you come on with that old roaring hoo-ha Leo shit. Right. So that's why he sent him down to get his ass kicked. And it, it's all about signifying and lying and stealing from one another. It's, it's a fucking joy to watch, really. But they're guilty of sin on it, and they deny it. Hey, you know what I found out the other day? I was looking for mm. something. I was having a thought, which I sometimes do after I take a token. <gasps> no. And I was thinking Putin rhymes with Rasputin. It okay. does. You know I got in trouble yeah, the other man. day for talking so, about that? This. I come up and I, I said, uh, maybe he's the reincarnation of Rasputin because mm-hmm. Rasputin was like... Uh, uh, you know, running the royal family, the Romanovs. That's Romano, right. He was the Asia owning the Romanovs. Right. I said, and Putin is running Trump like mm-hmm. this. So mm-hmm. I typed mm-hmm. in Rasputin, and I was looking along in the in the music shit, and I found a thing by a found a thing by a group back in uh, uh, they're called a Euro group or something, but the the name of the song. is... Is the name of the song is Rasputin? 
Mm. And it's a disco song, kid. <gasps> Stop it. It does not say shiny disco balls. Oh, my God. There's a disco ball right there. Don't do that. And they're singing, Ra, Ra, Rasputin, lover of the... Disco balls. Shiny, shiny. It was a big Okay, so there's Rasputin music. There's Rasputin. Rasputin is the name of Putin, the fucking Putin. song. Rasputin. And I liked it so much, I, I took it out of the browse thing and put it in my library. you got to send us that. Send us that. Rasputin. Everyone has to go. hear Rasputin. Here we go, Rasputin. Here we go. Raw, raw, Rasputin. And how they poisoned the motherfucker. You here know, it is. killed him. Here it is, here it is, here it is. shame how he carried on look at that right on the nose yeah. motherfucker right on the nose he was like they show him groove a groping some chick on this that's they do wow that's what i heard was fucking gaga when you said that wow that song it's funny even though it's uh, it's disco it's hell of like uh um Accurate as far as history, it even tells history about. Is right, it's a history, it's a historical. It even fact tells he was the queen, money. he was no wheeler dealer. She thought he was. He goes on about. Oh my gosh! Anyway, so that's kind of weird. A very yeah. naive woman. Disco song all about a Russian czar. That's showing you can do with history and shit. You know. You know what that sounds like. Do that again. What? Yeah, you know what that sounds like? Uh, hold on. Uh, oh, that can mean so many things coming from you. <laughs> so many things. What does that sound like? Oh, uh, Polly, Polly, Polly. Uh, what? It's a Lady Gaga uh, song. Yeah, it is. Ooh, la, la. Yeah, here. Hold on. So, doesn't that sound a lot like. Um, Rasputin. Yeah, that, so that song sounds like Lady Gaga. Yes, that's hold what on, I heard on, too. <gasps> oh, which is one of my favorites. Oh, you got yeah, it. Let me, I, wanna, got I wanted it. to go ahead.
Okay, I think she wants the ugly. She wants the disease. <laughs> well, baby, you got it. <laughs> no, but that 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 hook almost sounds like rah rah rasputin. Yeah, it does. See, I did good. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. Hashtag. Yeah. So I, I, I I'm just saying, Lady Gaga, you're treading You say on. it, I'll sing it. You're, uh, you're rah rah rasputin. Yeah, very rah rah rasputin. God, I can't even get near the microphone. It's Come like closer, honey. So, no, that's kind of funny. I, I think there might be a lawsuit ha- ready to happen. Hey, guys. Oh, she's so nice. We got about we got about three minutes left in live broadcast, and then we're going to, or I'm sorry, three minutes left in live studio broadcast, and then we're going to go into uh, George Carlin bit. Speaks. But, but, yeah, right around the corner, guys. Don't go away. We have Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie with, with Mike what Spiegelman. What are we watching, honey? Yeah, what are we watching today, Mike Spiegelman? Bailout. <gasps> the Hoff! The Hoff! The Hoff! We love the Hoff. Bail out with the Hoff. Yeah, usually... You know I own the cassette that no, he came out with? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Bail out. That's usually what his family has to do is bail him out. Oh, oh no yeah. one believes that. The Hoff. No, oh, yeah. But good. I did. I had I had the Hoff, the tape. The tape. I did. I did. I know what the songs. I'm not oh gonna sing. I can't prove it. He's big. He's know. big. We're like wherever uh, Jerry. Track. Thank you. See, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. just me. Okay, uh, it was for a good cause. He stood for a good <laughs> cause. Yeah. That's right. Tear the wall down. I had down. the eight track too until I backed up over it multiple times. All right, here we go. <laughs> no. You guys, it's about that time. We got less than two minutes left in podcast. I want to uh, thank you guys for tuning in. People that are not here today, Brandon Ray is out to work. Uh, so definitely go to his Facebook page. That's right, Brandon's Brandon Ray's modeling, modeling page. page. Is it Brandon Ray or Brandon Brandon's Ray, modeling page? I think it's Brandon's modeling page. Yeah. Okay. Brandon's modeling page. Uh, in the other room, in the performance space, uh, designing her next kitchen. Uh, not dream to be confused kitchen. with kitten. Uh, is gonna, kitchen, you know. It's going to be, yeah, not to be confused with kitten. Still so with shiny. a disco ball. With, with a disco ball. With or not without in the disco potty. ball. Not uh, in a potty. <laughs> Mistress Christine, go to her Facebook page. Yes. Oh, my God. And then you. Oh, my God. I have so much of a thing going on right now, you guys. I've got to make some decisions. So, you know, as we know, we've talked about. Just don't make them now. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We've had so many domains and so much stuff, and something has fallen into my lap, which is a great opportunity for me to work with the people. Because what do I do best, right? I do glitter. I do rhinestones. I do pretty. So wholesale has fallen into my lap. So I need to decide what I'm going to do. Am I going to sell that on Kitten's Corner? Which, by the way, I would love your feedback. Because I need a pretty name. I need a pretty lame. I'm sitting here going, all oh, that's sparkles. A pretty lame? You all need that's a pretty lame. sparkles. That is the best thing I can come up with for the business. All that sparkles. That's a shit fucking name. So please help me. Help me. Okay. Yes. Send me a fucking message. Stalkers Send of me kitten. a text. Like give me a better name because for the business, you know, how are, how are parents going to feel, right? They're going to, I can't market Kitten's Corner because I have all the business on there, right? Parents don't like that. So help me come up with a better name so that I can market the business under something else. Okay. So that's where you come in guys. Cause I'm stuck right now. Kitten TV is all about whatever. We're doing reviews of restaurants. We're doing all these things. Cooking with Kitten. Like, it's all... This shit is... I got it together. Kitten in the kitchen. We do. That's Kitten in the kitchen. We got it together. But when it comes to selling things to people that are going to be separate, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I got jewelry. I got rhinestones. I got glitter. I got all kinds of shit. 
but I can't sell it under something that parents are going to look at that and judge. So please let me know. There you go. All right, Kitten's Corner, two and Ks, and whatever then, you're going to tell me. And then just me, you, you fire know ants. everything. What you fire ants? Yeah, you can find me at fireantsandhell.com. From hell. From hell.com. That's I where you'll find all my stuff. I push the button. We own it. We own it. <laughs> Good. Let me know what to do with it. Yeah, now I'll, we just own it. Believe me, I'll tell you what to do with it. Um, <laughs> Not in your non-existent Sorry. ass. Stop coming Stop back to it. this. Stop coming Stop. back to this. Stop. I love you. All right, here we go. Uh, you can just check out everything we do here. I've already told you guys that. Or check me out at paulbrumbaugh.com. Thank you very much. Uh, we got to get out of here. Don't go away for Spiegelman. Let's watch full Uh Patrick, you know we love you. We ya. love you. Thank you. Hi, Marlene. Stay cool out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we actually got a request for this. Uh, we've been getting a lot of requests because people like to hear i have a lot of comedians that listen to the show and they want to know the inner workings of how some of this stuff works so first off we're going to play a little two minute bit uh, it's an interview with your brother and he talks about how to structure your act right Good. so you comedians mm. listen to this take listen note, and learn take BH. notes take notes now or download this shit and then after that they're only words they're only words from more napalm and silly petty from myself, the Edge more Crew. Keep standing up. We'll see you next week here on the Edge. We'll try to. Do you always try to finish the act uh, with an extra strong routine, like the names of single bars? You kind of build to a big yeah. finish. Is it? That was just. I stuck that in because I had two minutes left on that show. Normally, for years and years, I've ended my show with the long list of uh, impolite words. It's around 450 words. And I read it with a sort of a verbal ballet. I give it a lot of style and stuff. And I, I, I only need the paper a little bit. So usually I finish with that, kind of a tour de force of dirty Is language. That, those are the dirty words? Yes, yeah. The, the, uh, I call it the incomplete list of impolite words. But now lately, I've been just doing selected portions of them because I finish on a thing that I call the rant, where I express a lot of anger and dissatisfaction about certain things in society. I do like to finish on an up emotional large note of some kind. You mentioned before, what's the total number of hours that you've written uh, material? Well, I have, I have seven and a half hours of HBO show under my belt. So that's seven and a half hours different. I probably have another three and a half hours that never got on. Okay, so uh, if, if you needed to, you could do 11 hours yeah, in, yeah, in, right. in a row. When you're booked to do a concert, yeah. What is the criteria for choosing the specific material to do? Well, I do a standard show, which is that year's show, and which will, after 18 months or a little more, become the next HBO show. This past time, I did about an hour. I did 55 minutes. Okay. I put out that HBO show. I put out an album of 45 minutes based on that stuff, leaving out 10 minutes here and there. And then I begin to drop that stuff from my act. Uh, I don't drop it all at once. It's impossible to put the next 45 minutes or hour. But all the time during that 18-month period, you are working on new stuff. Right. Okay. Right now, I have only in my act, out of that hour, about 20, 25 minutes of it left. But I'm doing an hour and a half, so that means I have about an hour new. At some point next November, I'll drop, I'll, I'll just do an hour for HBO, and then I'll begin to drop that and start putting in new stuff there's a different group to get pissed off at you in this country for everything you're not supposed to say. Can't say nigger, boogie, jig, jigaboo, skinhead, mooly, moolin' yarn, schwarzer, jungle bunny, greaser, 
Greaseball, Dago, Guinea, Wop, Ginzo, Kike, Zeeb, Heeb, Yid, Maki, Jaime, Mick, Donkey, Turkey, Limey, Frog, Zip, Zipperhead, Squarehead, Kraut, Heine, Jerry, Hun, Slope, Slopehead, Chink, Gook. There is absolutely nothing wrong with any of those words in and of themselves. They're only words. It's the context that counts. It's the user. It's the intention behind the words that makes them good or bad. The words are completely neutral. The words are innocent. I get tired of people talking about bad words and bad language. Bullshit. It's the context that makes them good or bad. The context that makes them good or bad. For instance, you take the word nigger. There is absolutely nothing wrong with the word nigger in and of itself. It's the racist asshole who's using it that you ought to be concerned about. We don't care when Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy say it. Why? Because we know they're not racist. They're niggers. <laughs> Context. Context. We don't mind their context because we know they're black. Hey, I know I'm whitey, the blue-eyed devil, patio fade, gray boy, honky motherfucker myself. Don't bother my ass. They're only words. You can't be afraid of words that speak the truth. Even if it's an unpleasant truth, like the fact that there's a bigot and a racist in every living room on every street corner in this country. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> everybody listen to the weekly review with roman every friday from noon to 2 p.m this is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program we interview community organizers activists and artists we talk about ways you can take action right now so listen in to the weekly review every friday from noon to 2 p.m and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Thank you. 
evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy. Hi, Carl. Test, test. Testing, testing, one, two. Buckle my shoe. You fuck your shoe? Gross. You sound great. Four. <clears throat> Hang on, I'm going to use the other mic uh, during Pick the performance, so let me try that one. No, no, no. Use Mike Spiegelman. He's the one for the show. He's part of the title. I'm stuck, Carl. What's up? I think somebody just said, what's up, Carl? I got stuck with the wire. All right, I'm going to play the latest song for you on the other computer, and then we're going to watch the movie on this computer, and I'm going to sit on this mic during the performance. You got that? Uh, yes, I, I'm... Thank you for this information. This is very so now important information. Now I will know uh, which computer to watch and which mic to uh, look at. If you're listening to Paul Brumbaugh's Over the Edge uh, podcast and the last couple minutes of it, don't forget to go to mutinyradio.fm. And go press the Donate Now button and throw five bucks via PayPal to the station. And if you're ever in the neighborhood, stay very far away from the station. We don't like you. No, I'm kidding. Come by the station. There's like live shows four nights a week. Five nights a week. Don't come by during our show. Wow, we have a lot more time than I thought. We have like a minute extra. Don't we have four minutes to go? Uh no, <laughs> it's uh one fifty eight right now. It's, it's two minutes. It's two minutes before the uh, progress. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna restart the backup copy. Oh, it day. must be the time change between California and you guys are two minutes ahead. I think. Paul just said hey. Hi. Carl. Hey Paul. There we go. We're creeping into the end of your show. That's not cool. That's not cool. So people who listen to it via the. Uh, Muni Radio podcast feed. We'll hear us at the end of Paul's show. That's right. Quick, promote your chat. Your promote your podcast. Okay, April fourteenth, I'll be performing live with Colin Mahan as a sketch comedy group, The Great Difficulties. It's going to be called The Great Difficulties Sketch Comedy Internet Radio Night. Where we'll be sitting down and reading a shitload of scripts within two hours, and we have a love wow. for you to come by and watch it live, be part of the audience, and donate ten dollars to the station uh, for the privilege. Nice. Because that's what it's about, privilege. I will be on Conan O'Brien April 1st, April Fool's Day. Oh, I can't wait. That's a Saturday. <laughs> I'll um, be on David Letterman's show, April Fool's Day. Yeah, April 1st, uh, I'll be on That's Not Happening on Comedy Central. <laughs> yeah, guess what? It's not happening. <laughs> All right, so we're, uh, this is the backup copy. I'll be on Comedy's Biggest Loser on 
Paul's going to be on Comedy the Biggest Loser. Paul, I'll tell you what. Why don't you help me out? Uh, exactly 2 o'clock. Can you click one of these dad songs? Sure. And then I'm going to go talk on this microphone. Okay. All right. We're getting that close, huh? Yeah. Now I totally hear Paul. Yeah, Paul's on mic one. I have to use mic two because I got to use the computer closer to mic two. So I used to patch it in. I've I've patched in the first computer to play your latest theme song, which I have it downloaded. And yeah, you can play any seconds. theme song. Doesn't need to be the latest, whichever one you want. Well, I'm doing the latest. Ten seconds. Okay. Oh, listen, to this guy is like waves. And five. Watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Let's watch this is Carl. movie. I'm Mike Spren on YouTube with I wrote Michael this song. Spiegelman. My turn-ons are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. You should follow me on Twitter. W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Gosh, that just rolls off my tongue. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm good. glad you are here, and, and I'm glad you chose the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did choose the movie. What we'd like to do is we want to watch a movie on YouTube with you, and these are movies that I've read about as a kid, and now that YouTube exists, I can just watch it. I don't have to read about it. Uh, yeah, Carl. So uh, Carl usually, uh, I usually tell Carl the movie. I pick a movie, and then Carl researches it. We have a special show this week. We uh, Carl picked the movie for me. So we're going to watch a particular movie. But before we start, we want to make sure you subscribe to us. Uh, our podcast name is the acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a great YouTube channel with that acronym and a Twitter account with 35 followers. And we are also on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. That's how you can find our podcast information. We stream first on mutinyradio.fm, which is a streaming Internet service. We're listed, by the way, on their Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Well, our show is. Someone listed your last name. But you know what? I don't know what to tell you. I could I could request Wikipedia to take his last name off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have permission. All right, I'm going to write to Wikipedia. Me... <laughs> yeah, you don't have permission, you troll. Uh, we uh, stream first on MutinyRadio.fm as part of a wonderful Sunday lineup. We follow the show The Edge of Insanity, which is also available as a podcast. And uh, you can listen to us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Muni Radio is out of San Francisco. They would love your money. Our only uh, sponsor, we just want you to go to Venmo and donate to at Mutiny Radio. Help Pam Benjamin, our station manager, out. We're watching, Carl, we're going to be watching. uh, Yeah, I know. Let me just remind everyone, I know you already said it, but this episode we did the old switcheroo. I actually picked the movie, 
and uh, Mike yeah. researched it, and it's very rare. We did that yeah. once before with uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. You're welcome. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you don't have to bring up Elvis. Uh, and then, well, we go from Ernest Saves Christmas to yeah. Elvis Saves Christmas. Right. Elvis made 31 movies in his lifetime. I also include Aloha from Hawaii, his uh, direct <laughs> Uh, satellite feed live show from 72 as a movie because that's, uh-huh. that's how I've watched it. So I would say like 32. And then he did the TV comeback special in 68. I have a VCR or VHS copy. That's another movie. So you actually picked an early movie. We're going to be watching Loving You. Right. Loving You. Not related to the university. Uh, this is uh, Loving Y-O-U. <laughs> it's from 1957. It's Elvis's second movie. Yeah. So, and uh, who wants to go in? Go to YouTube. The exact, uh, we, we want you to listen to the podcast and watch this movie at the same time. It's That's very the only important. way you can do it. So, we, very important. So, the link is called Elvis Presley dash Loving You 1957 full movie. NL subs. And that is hosted by Elvis Movie. Oh, okay. So go ahead and type in. Go ahead. I gotta find it. Go ahead and type in that. Uh... Oh, you have a different one? Yeah, Without I've got. Um, uh, well, never mind mine. So let's see here. It's what was the channel? Elvis movie. Yeah, Elvis movie. Okay. Not Elvis movie. Just Elvis movie. And I'm hitting. Guy doesn't want to watch another Elvis movie. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and click the link. It's going to automatically start. Go ahead and hit the pause and. Uh, if you get a commercial and you're listening to us live, you better make sure that commercial finishes up. You can skip that. Go ahead and hit zero, uh, pause, move the, the bar to zero, zero, zero. And we are uh, going to start this movie at the same time. So uh, very excited not to have in the studio the uh, host of the show before us, uh, Mr. Paul Brumba, host of Edge of Insanity. He's not here, but his robot, the Paul Brumbot, is here to kick off the countdown, so will you please welcome the 0101 of Countdown, the Paul Brumbot. All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now... What you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals. The countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. All right, here we go. This is a color movie. You know, it's a uh, second movie. And uh, the first one was in black and white. Uh-huh. And Lovely his next tender. film... It's good. Yeah, his next film is uh, Jailhouse Rock, and that's, I think, in black and white. So, yeah, we got some Elvis up front. There he is. He's got a guitar. This is all about Elvis. Wendell Corey and Elizabeth Scott. Not Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, as we'll find out. Uh, and we have uh, just a, a, a touching little restraint of Elvis's song. Didn't really kick in. I like the way Elvis sings back in 57, is the here is the verse, it is terrible, time for the chorus, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I know what you mean. 
In winter, summer, love, and fall, doesn't matter what I say, loving you. <laughs> Nicole and I have been playing a game for the last 30 years where we take any song that has the word love in its title and replace the word with drug. Yeah. Or drugs. I remember our first date, drugging you. Okay. Drugging you, it's beautiful. Isn't <laughs> Yeah, this is not the Mimi Ripperton loving you. This is the Elvis Presley loving you. All right, we're going to kick it off in color in any town in USA. Town USA. This is actually the Paramount Studio lot. Really? And, uh, yeah, so they're, they're having a political whistle stop for a this guy here. Yeah. He sells elixirs. Yeah, uh -huh. you remember when I came in your town and I sold you that tonic? Well, I'm running for governor. And uh, there's Elizabeth Scott. Elizabeth Scott. Elizabeth. She is uh, Elizabeth. She's a can She's like a PR guy. She, there's this guy. This politician has a, a country band that plays for at every pit stop, and the band has two other people: her, their press agent, and uh, fucking James Gleason as their agent. He, uh -huh. he shows up in and out. That guy's been on every TCM movie I've seen. Here we go. And that is, hi, my name is Tex Worka. By the way, this is a Netherlands uh, Dutch subtitles that we're going to be watching. Okay. And every time the songs come on, like any European uh, subtitles, when someone sings, they use the original language. So oh. I'd rather not play any Elvis' songs. But with this, we get to uh, uh, hear Elvis' lyrics or see Elvis' lyrics. Gotcha. So look at that. Yeah. So he's running Peter for Peter on guitar. Yeah, and he's saying, hey, remember when I came in here and I gave you that boner medicine? Well, I'm back, <laughs> and I'm running for governor. Hope you guys like these country homeboys I brought with me. And uh, it's a party, right? So there's going to be beer, and beer is going to be delivered by Deke Rivers. So we're going to see Elvis coming up. This is uh, Elvis's second movie. He was 22 years old when he made this movie. It's insane. Wow, that like, is uh, super young. Oh, my goodness. Huh. Well, his, his first movie was, uh, they called it the Russo Brothers, and nothing to do with the Avengers directors. Mm -hmm. But they uh, had him, and he dies. He just had a brief part, and uh, test audiences said, fuck that. This is from E! True Hollywood Story, uh, Elvis in Hollywood, which I <laughs> recommend to everybody to watch. But uh, they they brought him back uh, singing Love Me Tender at, at the end credits. And it was such a hit, they changed the movie and they called it Love Me Tender and they put Elvis in the cover. So this movie is actually about Elvis. Okay. It's the Elvis Presley story. It's about a dumb hick who becomes a superstar and women love him. So it's that also known as a Mike story. story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. You, you see text and uh, her name is, uh, oh gosh. Marbles, like Glenda Marbles, mm -hmm. and uh, they're they're exes. Oh, these two. But, uh, she still manages. Them. Okay. Yeah, they were married. They were an item. He his name is Walter in the car, and Walter, but she calls him Tex and makes him dresses up as a cowboy, and he hates it. He would rather be Walter Warner and his orchestra, and he's a bitter comic throughout this whole movie. It's amazing. And he's all like, "Fuck!" And I wish I don't want. I don't want to work. She, What's that? She's the press lady for Jim Tallman. She's the she works on his campaign. Yeah, well, she, she well, she's actually 
Tall Man hired her and Tex to perform. So she's, oh, oh. she's more covering the band's interest. So she, she hooked the band up with a gig. Her loser ex-husband is now uh, opening for uh, Tall Man, the tonic boy. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's sending so him to work. <laughs> yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to wear a cowboy hat. I, I don't, I'm no plebe. <laughs> I'm These woke. guys are interesting. Cool car. Wallace, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, this is so he's a fucking delivery boy, and he delivers his car in this fucking two-seat jalopy. A good thing there's a fucking trunk on it. So, yeah, if you see those uh, buckets there, it's going to be filled with uh, beverages. Beer. And, uh, yeah. I thought it would be the tonic, right? But it's uh, <laughs> beer or soda, according to whatever I've read. 22 years old, huh? I could be his Look father. And also he did. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe uh, maybe your sperm contains an Elvis gene in there. You lucked out by this point. It'll pay off. Look, he's admiring he's that car when his car is so cool. Well, that's a jalopy. You know, it's that Archie comics. Look how bored Skeeter is. That's Skeeter. <laughs> Wake up, Skeeter. That's you during your act. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, that guy that's uh, dancing, uh, that's his buddy. Uh-huh. He's a character actor that's been on, like, uh, Love American Style and Bewitched. Like, uh-huh. he's young in this. Everyone here is, yeah. This, this, the producer, like, so what I love about this movie is that it's a semi-autobiography of Elvis, but it's really a semi-autobiography of Colonel Tom Parker, the pushy oh. PR agent of Elvis. So if you imagine Elizabeth as Colonel Tom Parker, you're going to really like this movie. Like, that's the only way I could sit through okay. this film. Yeah. She's pushy. She's literally pushing him on stage, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Tom Parker, like, these ter- – have you watched any Elvis movies? Oh, he's a- In my life, I've seen Elvis like, movies. You- yeah. You have an opinion on him? Well, uh, they're never very good. Uh, they always involve the uh, – you know, he's singing at the sock hop. There's always a, a heavy uh, – you know, or he's a country boy or he's in Hawaii. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're right. He's been in Hawaii like, a couple times. He's walking through it. Travelogues. Yeah. Well, this one he doesn't really walk through. Like, he really wants to act. He, uh, each Rula Hollywood story had Hal Cantor, the director, say that uh, Elvis re- recited the uh, MacArthur's uh, farewell speech to Congress to prove that he's an actor. Uh-huh. Like, the entire speech. Yeah. So here we go. Another stupid song. Uh, one plus one is two. A chicken is through and through. Now it's time for the chorus. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's always like, uh, let's just have sex. It's a lot easier that way. Mm. Whole lot of drinking to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's seven songs on this. This was actually Elvis's third album. He, You know, his first album on RCA was Elvis Presley, and then they made another album called Elvis. And by this point, his second movie was coming out, and Loving You was uh, a soundtrack album on side A, and then side B was like uh, other songs, including uh, Blueberry Hill. Oh, yeah, I got a whole lot of living to do. Yeah, this is a song about like, hey, come on, fuck me. I got a whole lot of love, living to do. I got a whole lot of loving to do. I'd rather do it with you. Come on, let's fuck. 
Come on. I got a whole lot of loving to do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm an honorary alum. I'm glad they mentioned my uh, my school. And this is a uh, excruciatingly long-running gag where he keeps breaking Skeeter's uh, guitar string. Oh, that's now, funny. Now, you're a guitarist. Everything Elvis, does Elvis play the guitar in this at all? Like, he doesn't even touch the guitar. Elvis was always a uh, chug-a-lug rhythm guitarist. He was never a uh, talented guitarist. But, yeah, he could play. All right. Well, he uh, he does some strange stuff. He uses it like a zabongo in one song. <laughs> we're done with her him. Here comes the uh, other. There's two love interests. Of course, uh, Elizabeth is going to be. Now she's like, hey, you sang great. Why don't you join my band? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, he's thank like, you. I, I got to deliver. No, thank you. He dyed his hair in this movie. It was blonde. He dyed it black because it was a color film. And uh, he kept it that way. Wait, wait, wait. A lot of firsts in this movie. Elvis has blonde hair naturally? Yeah. He dyed really? it for this movie, and he kept it. Yeah. Really? He wanted to look like Tony Curtis. Holy cow. Yeah, this movie is a lot of firsts. Yeah. Pretty interesting, I guess. This movie, he had his first fight, his first kiss, and it's the first time he dyed his hair. So. Okay. A lot of great stuff in this. Yeah, but it wouldn't be He's the first time he died. No, this is not the first time he died with everyone watching. <laughs> no one was so in that restaurant. He was Colonel Tom Parker, like uh, Elvis back when he was hot, like in '56. He had a manager named Bob Neal, mm-hmm. and Colonel Tom Parker was this carnival barker. Colonel Tom Parker was a guy from like Netherlands who literally jumped off a boat and swam to America. And, and when he worked on a boat, he went back to the Netherlands. He kind of allegedly killed someone, and then age twenty he came back. Didn't get a passport. Joined the U.S. Army. Took his uh, commander's name. Uh, it's, and this is according to the movie. Yeah. Colonel Tom Parker's name is from his officer, Tom Parker. And he went back to, to America. And after the, he fought, and uh, Colonel and I guess it was Louisiana governor gave him the Colonel moniker. Uh huh. So okay. he uh, he kind of took over Bob Neal's. Uh, way he kind of and took over uh, elvis and elvis wanted to be a movie star and parker said yeah let's make movies okay you get so much money i'll take 50 percent. i won't tell you that let's do it <laughs> so he wow. talked to parker talked to hal wallace the producer of this film and they set up a deal it was going to get four hundred fifty thousand dollars it was a seven year three movie picture contract and they did the first movie the love me tender and this was the first movie to really be about elvis yes uh and to Parker, like, this is, the next film was, like, MGM. Because his films are known for, like, MGM pictures. And okay. Parker got him a contract where he had to crank out, like, three movies a year. And they would also release the soundtrack. He would never perform live. So I blamed Colonel Tom Parker on the movie. Okay, that makes you sense. Know. And he was all about the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Elvis didn't know that, you know, like someone said, Elvis, so your agent gets 15%. He's like, oh, no, he gets 50%. He ran, Parker ran the merchandise, which made more money than the music. I mean, you know, despite being a degenerate gambler, Parker made a lot, you know, had a lot of money off of this. Uh huh. And so what just happened? She pitched him on some sort of business proposition. Yeah, and he said, no, thank you. 
I want to go. I deliver drinks, uh, bottles from the fountain place behind you. I don't want it. So what she's going to do is she said, no problem. She's going to go to his boss and say, he never deli- delivered my booze. <laughs> you are fired. fired. And now they, you're fired, Elvis. Oh, the most confident thing I've ever done in my life, firing that Elvis Presley. <laughs> uh, wow. so what is that? going to call up and in? say, like, that is a TARDIS. That Doctor Who uh, uh-huh. uh, What's that time. big honking thing on her face? Music. It almost looks like an overgrown oh, cell phone. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, she's receiving it. I just don't know what it is. So she's saying, hey, give me the money for the show. And he's like, ah, sell you some tonic. I don't got no money. And she's saying, well, I do. So she's parting ways with this governor. I don't even know who this actor is, but uh-huh. he does give a hearty two minutes. When, when Parker talked to – so Parker set up a deal with producer Hal Wallace. Hal Wallace is a star maker, and he pretty much made the careers of her, Elizabeth Scott, and uh, Tex, this guy. Yeah. Uh, they both got discovered by Wallace. So I could see, like, she was in, like, tons of, like, noir movies. This was her last movie until she did a cameo in, in a, a Michael Caine movie in the 70s. But So I could see Wallace saying, do me a favor, show up in this movie. Uh-huh. Elvis is not even in the first half hour. It's just these two gloves. Really? So she's That's on a, a yeah. So she's on. I don't see a laptop, but she's typing away. They're gonna quit. <laughs> is that is that her she's resignation like, letter? Work. So he still wants yeah. her. Yeah, I mean, he's about to kiss her. Is he gonna? He's gonna about to kiss her, Carl. But wouldn't it be hilarious if she? I have to wait. I forgot she actually kissed. There's a lot of gross kissing in this movie. Uh-huh. She has a... We should play her voice. She has a real... Oh, you kissed Bill Tallman. Yeah. Blah. All right. So we're like, we're getting out of here, Walter. Right? Because that's what he likes to be called. Oh, so... so uh, yeah. He'd like Walter instead. Okay. Skeeterzorg.dibus. <laughs> Skeeter is one of his eccentric band members that walks around with a canary in his uh, birdcage. You know, a delightful band uh, wrote. If you like traveling on, on the road, you love this movie. The road, you know, these are road comics, road musicians. Get in a van. And they don't have rollers. And they have Susie. traditional. Uh, Susan. They they have suitcases that you hold with. You know, everything I know, and they, so they, gradually and slowly, but then when you look back at 1957, like, um, I mean, we still have bicycles, but, I mean, you know, it's all so different. Yeah, we have less rabid dogs running around the street. Much less. Uh, what a bummer, Elvis. I heard you got fired. Why don't you, uh, someone manipulated this. Why don't you come <laughs> with us? It wasn't I who manipulated you. You could trust me. No, but when I manipulate your career, I'm a sexy husky lady. She has this great husky voice. Sutoya voice. Bring <laughs> TV32. Yes, Sutoya, please. Speaking. Speaking for me. <laughs> uh, a big shout out to our old producer of uh, our old. Uh, public access cable channel yeah and the management there within right so he's got to ride with the band 
By the way, this guy, like, his character is a fucking alcoholic. Mm-hmm. There's no no hound dog in this, even though there's a hound dog there. Okay. She I should have read that detour sign. This is Susie Jessup. I should have read that detour sign. The end. I have no, this was a Patty Page song, but I have no idea what it's about. Gotcha. Dank G, Susie. Like, did she get into an accident? She's uh, 19 years old in this movie, Susie Jessup. Really? Jessup Elvis. Wow. Yeah, a little old for Elvis. Whatever this language is, there's so much German in it. I always thought it was German, but the J's throw me off. No, it's more like Dutch, like Amsterdam talk, like Holland. It's it's not German. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely that. Right, here we go. Natürlich. I think his name is Deke. I know a bunch of Zeeks, and so it's a relief to see a Deke. I hear it. Let's party, baby. This is the lyrics of it. Let's have, let's watch a movie. Yeah, let's watch a movie. Of full length. Here, send me to the store, and I'll buy some more. Let's smoke some heroin. Yeah, these lyrics don't make any sense. Bring a shovel if you want to dig. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not. <laughs> Send me to the store. Well, Let's buy some this... more. Let's have a party tonight. I guess he means beer. That's a Jersey party. What you like? I'll buy you a bottle. I never kissed a bear. I never kissed a goon. But I could take a chicken in the middle of the room. <laughs> what does it he mean? He also does like uh He does these little Richards. Woo! Let's have a party. And he has sang Tutti Fruity, so he's guilty as charged when it comes to ripping off that guy. Doesn't matter what it means. Look at him gyrate. Yeah. Hip time. He's so hip, he gyrated it. Look, he broke a string. The second time I'm doing it. Son yeah. bitch. This guy's a great actor. Look at Now look well, like you're We just upset. did that pig oiling contest. Let's do a Lions Club barbecue. All right, next on stage, uh, he has he hosts his own open mic. Will you please welcome Carl? <laughs> hey guys, let's have a party. Sure. Is that a different one like now? Rock. It's, a, oh, it's a second lyric. It's the same fucking song. Oh, okay, that's his they're gonna, shtick. They're gonna do like an on the road montage. So we're going to see him play like Harold'sville Lions Club and all these little things. Yeah. And you're going to hear like a medley of all the songs in the movie because that's what he sings on the road. So, you know, you're going to hear a lot of these songs over and over again. But it's a cool montage. They're on the road and you could see like a, a – I won't ruin it for you. He, he could – I'll sing along with you. Let's hear some of the lyrics. Ah, why you got to be so rude? Don't you know I'm human too? (laughs) Gonna bury her anyway. Bury that girl. Bury that girl. Bury her anyway. Bury that girl. No matter what you say. (laughs) In my backyard. (laughs) In your backyard. In your front yard. Okay, here we go. This is a cool montage of the towns they go. And you hear all the different songs. And, yeah, you get this. You get, like, a hologram Elvis in the middle of the road. This is his, one of his big hits. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It came off his album. Yeah, uh, it became a huge hit. Teddy Bear. Uh, once you, I, I'm gonna be your teddy bear. Such a stupid. It's such weird. Like he is a gropey little guy. Like when he became Hollywood, they took the top floor of him uh, of the Knickerbocker Hotel, and they would just let girl after girl in, and then uh-huh. they they got kicked out, so they went to the Beverly Wilshire. And they just had too many girls, so eventually they got a mansion, and there was just like rooms full of women, and he would pick the women and go have sex with them. Really? Hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, and then he would ruin Skeeter's uh, wire again. Well, the, you know, so each relay was story. I fucking love that episode because they they talked to the surviving members of Elvis's Memphis Mafia. Uh huh. Do you know that his entourage? They were called before the Memphis entourage. Story. It was Elvis. Uh-huh. Yeah. They give a long story because they all walked out of cars at the same time, dressed the same way in Vegas. And someone said, that's the mafia. And they said, oh, no, they're from Memphis. And he goes, that's the Memphis mafia. <laughs> and that's where they got their name. But when Elvis became Hollywood, he said, I, I need a friend. So he brought his cousin. And then eventually it became like all these yahoos from Memphis. And that's how he had his entourage. Okay. He, he needed people in Hollywood. They got him a guitar, and there's yeah. Peter. Like, now you don't have to smargin my springin'. Oh, I, I okay, good. Oh, we so we missed the big line. You see, it says "Okay, Ramblers" yes. for Vulcan Toppy. He just said "Okay, Ramblers, well, let's get rambling," which <laughs> is in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Ah, Did you get the movie? No. What are you telling? Uh, Little dogs. Oh, is that in Reservoir Dogs? Okay. I saw Reservoir Dogs one time. It was very good uh, years ago. Yeah. So you remember they have an old man who's, like, telling them what to do and naming them Mr. Pink? Yeah, and Why, why, Mr. Pink? But you're a faggot. (laughs) So he's the one who repeats that line. Okay, this is I'm Just a Lonesome Cowboy. This is such a weird fucking song. He taps out rhythm off his guitar. He doesn't even play it. And it's, it's like a dirge. They were going to call this movie Lone- Lonesome Cowboy. They were? And they decided to go with Loving You. Yeah. Lonesome Cowboy's better, but okay. He's not a cowboy. Yeah, okay. He's, 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 he's a, I'm a lonesome delivery boy. And he's hardly lonesome. I'm a, oh, no, he gets macked on the whole time. Just beyond... It's, uh... He's a cowboy. <laughs> so he's using his guitar as a percussion <laughs> instrument. Yeah, you see that? Probably that was know, like just... so like what's he doing now? You know, like The band just gave him a new guitar and he's like, I'm gonna fucking break ruin it by tapping on it. Bongo. I'll show you my gratitude for a guitar, I could use it as a bongo on stage. I wonder why the strings aren't squeaking, you know, like, like there isn't a tone, a melodic tone. Yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah, these songs are like pretty well, I don't know, there's some good songs in here. She just said like, uh, the girls like him, and he's like, I don't know, I'm not a girl. What? Weird. This is all part of – he's not billed separately. He is part of Tex Warner right. and his ride-ranging r- – R-R-R. the fuck they're called. Yeah. So he's just like part of the act, you know, like when uh, 
Lawrence Welk brings on a singer. So right. is Lawrence Welk mm-hmm. Orchestra. So he's a, he's a feature in the in this little variety. Yeah. Tex Warner is played by Wendell Corey, that guy right there in the middle with those mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. And he's really cool. There's a lot of alcoholic jokes, but I found an interesting trivia fact about him from INDV, which says, career was acutely damaged by his problems with alcohol. Uh-huh. So uh, you get to see, but he, his, his alcoholism, alleged alcoholism, led him to make uh, movies like The Astro Zombies, Women of the Prehistoric Age, I don't know if you ever saw, which was on MS3K. Oh, no, no, Agent from Harm. And he also did a movie called Cyborg 2087. So his films are an eclectic choice. And he actually became a Republican. Oh, he's like, I got your number. He's, like, <laughs> he's a comic who's like, fuck you. I was, you stepped on my punchline. Heckle. Hey, lady, you stepped on my tag. So he just got uh, interrupted and heckled? <laughs> yeah. He, he says, no one will give me a call. Hey, honey, I'll call you. He's like, I can't believe you stepped on my mind. No, no, it's good. The audience wants to fuck you. That's good publicity. Well, I don't know. I was about to finish my film. That's Dolores Hart. Dolores Hart was also in King Creole, his fourth movie. But she's cool. You know where she is now? She's still alive. She's one of the few members of the Where she is on this planet? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, she's a nun. Really? That's an She's interesting choice. Reverend Mother Dolores Hart. She made like Where the Boys Are. She did a stewardess movie, like a kind of innocuous looking stewardess movie from 63. And she met uh, the Pope and uh-huh. she just left Hollywood and became a, a nun. Cloistered wow. Now Catholic she's nun. an interview. She's someone to interview. Well, there is. There's an HBO uh, documentary that like, came out in 2012 called God is a Better Elvis or, you know, God is uh-huh. Better Than Elvis or something. And she says, like, she does, it's not that Hollywood's a place of sin. She just found a calling. Right. It was, yeah. It wasn't a reaction. It was a personal. No, it wasn't a reaction. Okay. She still votes for the uh, Oscars. And I should also mention the director has been writing the Oscars since 1963. He's like one of those old school entertainment guys. Oh, there's a documentary about the director uh, called Lunch, and it's about him and like Carl Reiner and a bunch of people like Arthur Miller, the director, mm-hmm. uh, would meet every week to eat lunch and talk and reminisce. And, oh, and that's I, too so much. A, so I, <laughs> well, I try to find it on YouTube, but they're just out of lunch. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know how. When they gave it to him, he didn't have a case. Yeah, you're right. Things are looking up for Elvis. The case of the extra case. I'm on the case. So he's calling her like Miss Marbles, and he's like, "You call me Glenda." Uh-huh. And she's promising him like good things. She basically, she's she's there's a manager and there's an agent she talks to. Okay. And uh, the the runs the band, but. She suddenly doesn't give a shit about Tex anymore. She sees she wants to get this guy to rise. So here we go. This is probably how it happened. So he signed a contract with her. Yeah, yeah. So she's gonna she's gonna do like publicity stunts. And there's Tex. He's kind of pissed off by it. Look, he can even his eyes on alligator. Isn't she taking him right now to kill him? No, (laughs) yeah, right. Double off the side. Is that how show business works? Is that the eyes on? I've been watching the Ozarks, you know. 
Oh, don't tell me anything about it. Okay. Now that I'm in knee deep in quarantine, that's next on my list. Uh huh. You'll enjoy the first two seasons, and the third one is like, all right, let's get this over with. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm watching Dark Season 3. They're in Tawanda? In Africa? No, this is uh, Celebrate Rwanda. Hot Dog. Now, this this is like kind of another medley. I like this song. Like, it's not Hound Dog. It's right. Hot Dog. And he's saying, like, you're coming home on the train, and I'm going to meet you, Hot Dog. So he's actually singing about, like, when the 406 rolls in, mm-hmm. I'll be there. The Santa Fe. Oh, I was going to uh, do this um, theme song for you with the train because I was going to – I might still do it. It was good. The train, you know, the train's going chugga, chugga, right? It was going to be Michael, Michael, Spiegel, yeah. Spiegel, Michael, Michael, Spiegel, Spiegel. Maybe I'll get to it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, I had to love them in, uh, without Hat's version of the song. Yeah. Your safety dance version? That's great. Yeah. All your songs are great. Thanks. See, here we go. But when that Santa Fe pulls in, hot dog. And as you can tell, uh, the ladies love him. And he's still driving that jalopy in the middle of the fucking road. Yeah. Rough riding the Ramblers. Why? He he should be in the bus with the other people. It'd be cheaper for him. He wouldn't have to drive the whole way. But it's cooler to be in a jalopy, I guess. Yeah. So she's scheming right now. She's paying these old ladies to walk in there and say, Elvis sucks. Oh, because that way the young kids are like. Yeah, and there's James Gleason. Now, this guy has been like in, I took a look at over 100 movies. Like, come here. <laughs> Just <laughs> dreadful. They're having a riot. Yeah, look at these. Yeah, so now here you go. Go now, photograph them. I think. But he's Colonel Tom Parkering this. Goodness, look at those <laughs> hips. Ooh. Generations. By the way, there's me. I'm not the carny. I'm the guy hanging out on the booth with the hayseed in there. They're going to cut to this guy. He's a funny looking dude. Steve so he's really good at this game. There he is, yeah. <laughs> That's me, hi. I can't. I'm not good with balls. Well, I'll teach She's you. having none of this, by the way. Okay. She's having none of it. The filthy habit. I'm making nun jokes. That's our nun. Oh, oh, there she is at 19 have years none old. None of it. Yeah, damn it. Thank you, sister. You got a teddy bear. Now they're playing cards. They're playing five card draw. Like I was saying, movies had poker. It wasn't like Hold'em. They were just playing old school five cards. There really was no Texas Hold'em in '57. Yeah, right. There was there was five card stud. I think Cincinnati Kid was around that time. It might have been early sixties. Is that a parrot, by the way? No, just a a canary. And she brought a a buddy, a male, so they could fuck. Really, make eggs. Yeah. So they want the eggs. They want to. They want to stop paying. Yeah, they the want eggs. like. You could you could fuck, but we're gonna steal your eggs. You know, $800 I paid for a talking parrot. Lately, my parrot has taken to texting. Oh, you want your money back? Well, it's too late. You've had him. This technology came along. But he hates Twitter. He loathes Twitter. He's like lesser birds tweet. (laughs) Yeah, right. How ironic. A bird hates Twitter. Squawk! Twitter is for twits. Squawk! 
Creep it down, Polly. Doing my podcast. She's got some. She's got some good news. They're gonna play Armadillo, Texas. They're not playing any of these shit heels. And he's like, a oh, Walter Warner could ditch the text moniker, and I could be a star again. And oh, she's like, well, no, you gotta share the. Yeah, but there's a catch. Ready? Yeah, here's here's how she breaks star. it. Elvis is gonna get a uh, above. So he's co he's co listed with Elvis. It's gonna be Tex Warner and Deke uh, Rivers. Gotcha. But he's, he's like, not gonna like. That. So he doesn't know yet. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. It's the star is born, you know. Like his his star is on the wane. He's Bradley Cooper, and right. Elvis is Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh, please so say Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. I'm going to say Judy Garland and that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was I, clearly I've seen the all of them. We're calling him that guy. Hey, listen, Mar- Martha, uh, Barbara Streisand's father was not Andrew Dice Clay, so I'm going to have to go with the Lady Gaga classic. I'm sorry. Her dad was Andrew Dice Clay. Whose father? I thought of it. In in Star is Born, Lady Gaga's character's dad is played by uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, okay. Listen, I got to tell you something. I quit on A Star is Born. I was watching the film, and I just said, this isn't for me, and I quit on it. Sorry about that. Oh, so did you did you miss the scene where he pisses on the MTV Music Awards? Uh, m- probably. Uh, I think, yeah. like, the, the brothers sold their ha- farm, and they fought... It was around there. I yeah, was like, right. this is just so... And and Bradley Cooper was all over that film. He had everything to do with making that film. So, you know, it was just so stock and... Yeah, oh, everything right is... Right from is the beginning, the right? Um, sh- he went and he saw uh, her do her act. Uh, that famous right. song, uh, Donka Shane, was it? And I got to tell you something. She didn't set the room on fire. She didn't do a good job in that scene. She didn't do. She was at a. She was at a. She was a, a cis woman at a drag show, and she becomes a breakout star. You but know what I mean? Is, like, I did, it wasn't <laughs> believable that he really saw something in her that night. She did a very okay performance. She didn't do anything. I don't know. I just didn't believe that film, so I quit on it. I should mention. That, they really use color well in this. Like, he said, you're going to wear this outfit. And he's like, fuck that. And then when Elvis hears the news, he's like, he's like, and we got you an outfit. And he's like, wow, red and white. You can really <laughs> see it pop. And he's going to, so they do some, some tricks with the color. They're conscious of the fact that this is a Vista Vision Technicolor romp, uh-huh. which I, I like. Are they fighting? So, you know, it's like one of the, Oh, yeah, he wants to change his name to, he makes a joke, like Rock of Tab or something like that, like Rock Hudson or Tab Hunter or whatever. And he's like, what's wrong with my name? My name is good. Let's seek a river. So is, is Tex, how did Tex take the news of co-billing? Well, he said, I'm not going to wear the outfit, and he gave it to Elvis, but he took it. He kind of takes it throughout this whole movie. All right. He drinks, like, he starts... He visibly drinks. Like he doesn't drink during this first hour of the movie, but then he's right. like fucking drunk and he just he's out with it. So uh, he drinks. You know, he probably coopers it. I thought of uh, Andrew Dice Clay when I was reading up about Elvis's first manager, Bob Neal. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh, the Andrew Dice Clay uh, 
joke where he points the two guys in the audience and goes, what's your guy's name? Bob and Neil? Or is that like the name of uh, the first manager for Elvis? Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's a little belabored. Here we are. Anytime you have to see the guy... I thought you were going to be sexual, like he kneels and then his head is bobbing. Yeah, that's what he says. Or is that what you do? Oh! Oh, okay, so okay. Check out that car. Deke Rivers. So uh, she bought... Yeah, see, there it is. Getting this thing. They spent all this money. She's like, oh, this is Daisy Brickner and Wayne. And they're local team. Isn't he dreamy, Wayne? Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm jealous of that guy. Let's go to the Buckhorn. Now, this looks like uh, Pulp Fiction. You know how they had... Pulp Fiction was based on... The, the restaurant was based on one of the Elvis movies. Not the restaurant they uh, held up. No, no, the one they danced at. It was based on the oh, Speedway one. with the, uh, the V shape over the eyes. With, um, yeah, with yeah right, right, right. Yeah, Uma. Yeah, Uma dancing with her eyes. Like, so this movie has the same kind of feel. Like, there's going to be a musical number here. So it's more like a stage than like a New Jersey diner, say, or a Texas diner. Gotcha. And he's like, he's dreamy. He's dreamier than you, Wayne. And he's like, what? I'll fucking, uh-huh. And this guy, uh, he was in other Elvis's movies. He was in Raps About, Girls, 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 and uh, another one. Okay. Uh, so he, he, he shows up in a bunch of them. Uh-oh. But he's, he's, a, he's a character. Yeah, right. Oh, this is really funny. He's like, I heard you sing. I want you to sing right now. And his friend's like, oh, hey, well, we're doing four shows in the matinee. You can come down and see our shows. Here's some uh, paper tickets, you know, the future minimum. But, you know, I'm opening up for uh, yeah, a comedian that's going to be great. And I want you to dance, sing right now. And he's training all this. And all the women are like, yeah, sing, sing. We like this idea. He just wants to drink his booze. But like look, greasy. Oh, he's calling him buddy, which is Ven in uh, Dutch, like friend. Okay, nobody does that to Tex, and he holds Tex back. That's the way you do it. Like you know your friend's a wimp, but you, right. you get in between there. And you're like, hey, wimpy friend, don't do it. I'm holding you back. It's for the better for everybody. <laughs> you're That's not going to prison move. again, wimpy friend. I can't let that happen. So he's like, you want me to sing? Okay, I'll sing. See, this is, uh, this is the scene in many, many Elvis films. He puts on the jukebox right, and sings along. Or maybe right, I shouldn't see many, time but I've seen this scene before. Well, the music is fucking great in this song. Like, I love this song. It says, mean-ass women. Like, you got the beat, beat. And then the piano kicks in. Like, it's an orchestrated song. It's just a coincidence that happens being instrumentally played on the jukebox, right? Right. It's a it's a karaoke must... jukebox? Yeah. It's a, he must have played the B-side, part two, where it's just instrumental. So, yeah, this is like how uh, when they have sex, they don't smile. <laughs> yeah, see, random lyrics about a chicken in the room and a black cat. Now I'm back to the chorus. One for the chicken, two for the dance, three to get ready. Now I can dance like a chicken in the middle of the room. <laughs> I can't fall hold you, Bruce. What lips? Yeah, little oh, Bruce. Is, but this is fucking amazing. I want to learn that move. That dance movie just went. Did, yeah. See what I mean? He shuffled. This is the... raw Elvis. 
Yeah, no, this, I mean, I can't, a lot of these Elvis movies are awful, but he's fucking great in this one. Oh, look at that leg. He's doing the Michael J. Fox. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, this is right, because he traveled back in time to 1957. Oh, uh, I, uh, I was doing a, 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 a that, his, his, his sick <laughs> Parkinson's, yeah, okay, thank you very much. Thanks for playing a Oh, you mean like in Spin City? I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's almost mean as me. Like, we don't smile when we have sex. She's mean. <laughs> yeah, you wanted this, right? You challenged him to sing, and he yeah. sang. But look how, like, they, they turned this diner into, a, like, a stage show. Like, you know, it just so happens that uh, Buckhorns can handle this. In the inner. But Wayne's pissed off, man. See, he makes love without a smile, and that makes me wild. So, how are they? Are they? They do they have a hit on the radio? I mean, how are they known? They're just traveling. Well, that's the thing. Her friends had seen him at like I, I, I guess at a pig oiling contest. Ah, so it's word of like mouth that. made him this famous. Yeah, literally word of mouth. Right, and that the word of, when she says the words to Wayne, it pisses him off. So we got a little side gag. See, he's still pissed. He's gonna call him yellow. What do you do for working? I work in my dad's auto shop. Well, then why don't you go out and get me some new seats, you fucker? Like real condescending Elvis. Whoa! I'll show you how yellow. Wow! Oh no! Everyone's panicked. I can take yeah, on Elvis. Hold me back, Wimpy Friend. Hold me back. There was hold some, me back, Wimpy Friend. Yeah, there was some movie in which the guy was like, don't hold me back, don't hold me back. And so they weren't. And he goes, go, go, hold me back. <laughs> now, this is like a, every open mic comedian we know. You perform, someone says something, and then you just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> okay, guys, well, I'll be performing comedy again tomorrow. Right? At no point to speak where it says, Hey guys, sorry for beating up your boyfriend. I'll be performing across the street, so why'd you check me out? Like this is a performers don't. You don't perform and then beat up a heckler. Except for Daisy Brickner, Wayne's girlfriend. She's fucking getting off on this. See, see, the thing is, in reality, in a movie that happens and the girls are like, he's so great. But in reality, it'd be like, what a jerk. What the fuck? Just sing your fucking song. You gotta yeah. beat up the audience and then expect us to come. And why didn't the cop show? He was calling the cops before. The That's what I thought. Who was the store? Who's this guy? Uh, they probably waited for the song of this. Well, maybe they came and they heard the song and they said, "Ah, everything's okay." <laughs> so this guy, like this old man, is so weird. I just don't get him hanging around. So isn't this great? You know. We're doing all this publicity, and they got, like, some journalists coming by. O'Shea. Oh, look at that. All the girls are going into the door. They're, they're, I don't know what they're doing. They're pulling off pictures of the Brits. Coming through. Coming through. Can yeah, I get he's... a selfie? Can I get a selfie? <laughs> autograph book. Yeah, see, I got an autograph of Deep Rivers. Like Mike, it's just like now we're watching the 1957, and autograph books are obsolete. I mean, you and I remember autograph books in the 80s and the 90s, yeah, right? Sure. Right. 
It's just one thing at a time made this an ancient time that if someone, some kid today, you know, 20-something-year-old saw, I'd be like, it's so weird, but it looks perfectly regular to me. That They're in that they got the payphone, they're carrying their suitcases, they've got the autograph books. Right. Uh, what a world they live in. Hot dog. All right. Thank you. Yeah, they're saying like how great he is. Okay, I think uh, God, I forgot what song this is. Oh, this is Teddy Bear again. Yeah. So I don't Not get all this. Like, put um, a put a chain around my neck because I'm a teddy bear. How many teddy bears do you know that have a fucking chain around their neck? Well, real. Like, he's an actual real bear, bears. like. Yeah, I guess. Gotcha. So he's saying like as a male sex symbol. I'm a cuddly teddy bear. I don't want to be a lion. Oh, right. I don't want to be a tiger. And he's meanwhile, he's lion. like banging like, yeah, because he goes back to the hotel room and bangs, you know, 14-year-olds or whatever they were. You've got to separate the man from the music. <laughs> and the Elvis movie based on, based on his life? You got you to separate That's the artist band. from the artist. You know how, like, Elvis fans love Elvis and they love his band? His actual band's in this movie, so... Scotty Moore or whatever their names are, they're playing along. Like, uh, Colonel is the technical advisor on the music. So you got the band in there. This song became huge. It was a yeah. single one. The B-side was Loving You. And both of them just, like, hit. This was, like, the number seven movie, top movie of the year. And the Love Me Tender was, like, number two. Like, he did all right. It's interesting because... Elvis uh, went to the Army. Remember he got drafted yes, in 1957? Yes. And that was a real turning well, point. Like, uh, before the Army and after the Army, it's different Elvises. Right, so this is before Army. This is one of the reasons why I like this movie. Uh, and then he did Kid Creole was his fourth movie, and he had to go to the Army. I don't even know. The, were we fighting a war? It was the Korean War. He went to Germany for two years. And... Uh, uh, what year that was murder, that Dutch murder? Uh, fifty-seven. Like he, they, they deferred it a bit, but he was he was gone. Like, well, this is fifty-seven. So there's Daisy Brickner, Wayne's girl boy uh, girlfriend. Oh. She's a troublemaker. See, how'd you get in here? Huh, window. <laughs> See, I wouldn't be like Elvis with twenty women. I would be like with one woman. I, I would be a pig, right? But one at a time, please. Well, he's he's a gentleman. He's opening the door. He's she's coming on to him in the dressing room. It's not the other way around. He's he's unlocking the door. Yeah, well, this is obviously not real life, Elvis. Oh, careful! That's they're very no. pointy. You could get oh, ouch. Oh, oh, ouch! Yeah, That's, very pointy. She's got sharp points. She's she's there. She's not there to play either. Yeah. Okay, so there's media. O'Shea, the journalist. Print yeah, media. Print media. That's another thing, hey, right, Mike? Why don't we... Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 and it becomes a scandal. So she's like, well, why don't we walk into his backstage? <laughs> Bring your camera, and what the... Perfect shot! Yeah, perfect shot. That's going to be trouble. I should mention that Elizabeth Scott actually... Uh, got in trouble with, you remember Confidential Magazine from the 50s, yes. the ones that were like, he's a hophead. 
Well, they ran stories saying that she was a lesbian. That's why I was making that hilarious lesbian joke. Uh-huh. Uh, she was married twice. She was allegedly dating the producer, Al Wallace, at one point. She was so, but, uh, but you know what? I should mention, she did pass away in 2015. And uh, where did I have this? Her, uh, oh, here we go. Upon her death, she was cremated, and her ashes were given to her longtime friend, Mary Goodstein. Uh-huh. So, so she had a longtime friend. So wait, she became a nun? No, 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 no. She's not the nun. Right. She, that, that she was, was in a lot of film noir movies. singer. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, the singer. So there's like there's a 13-year difference between Elizabeth and uh, Elvis. Okay. But she still kind of hits on her. She pulls it off. She's, she's very pretty in this. She's great. Well, she holds this whole movie together. Well, she has kind of like a Lauren Bacall look to her. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. she plays femme fatales and all that stuff. One thing I can clearly see about her is every time she walks on camera, it's like she just st- st- stood up from the makeup desk, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But she's smoldering. Is that the term? I don't know, but like it's like her hair is perfect, look. her makeup's perfect. She clearly was just staring at the mirror with the lights. Yeah. Well, it's good. Yeah, right, right. Well, it's great in color, too, because those lips pop. Everything pops with her. Mm-hmm. So she's really excited. This press thing is going to be great. I don't know. This this story, I mean, it's it's... Better than a lot of other Elvis movies. At least it has a storyline, but yeah. there's certain points where they just kind of grind. Like I'm not even sure what's going on. There's so that guy. Like what the likes... fuck? Why do they have like an old man with them? I don't know. That's what I was asking when they were out front. Who is this guy? So they were. He's the she agent. likes that he got caught in a picture with the girl. Yeah, right. She's saying this is great. His name is Carl, by the way. So mm-hmm. it's, there's a Carl hanging around backstage all the time. It's really cool. Old, old man yeah. Carl. Yeah. Like, what's he doing there? Uh, yeah, I forget. Like, he, he's compromising. She's compromising him again. You know, uh, Elvis was a hero to most Carl. But he never meant shit to me. You see... Yeah, motherfuck him and John Wayne. So, so many people listening to our podcast will not get our jokes. I mean, they're, you know. Oh, what, that's from uh, Do the Right Thing. That's Fight the Power. Right. I don't mean your reference. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Straight uh, up racist. You know. So I should talk about the Elvis stamps. No, you should. I'm just saying, like, the people who listen to this, I mean, some of them must be so young, and we're, like, talking about. 1980 whatever Spike Lee joint. Yeah. Well, people probably know that. I mean, that was a Netflix TV show too. Uh, no, she's got to have it. It was the movie. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, do they know Elvis? Do they know public? Do they, do they kiss? <laughs> well, no, I think. They yeah, probably not. No. Definitely know who Elvis is, who the Beatles and the Rolling Stones are, but like that's where it ends. They don't know the who. They don't know, you know. Right. Sure, you're going to know the name of Elvis, all right? Just like you know the name Marilyn Monroe. But uh, those are just because they were the giants, that's all. Their names got remembered. Well, see, this whole genre of, like, what I, I think it is is that this whole concept of being a movie star and a rock star, 
uh, has been the way for like uh, I would say J Lo. Like I mean, he acts. He's an actual actor. But mm-hmm. movies like Serena, where she gets to sing and act, you get to see the same thing you see uh, in Elvis. Yeah. Jamie Fox, you know, I think has the same kind of charisma where he sings and he acts exceptionally. You know, I think he won an Oscar for her, uh, one of his films. But mm-hmm. the the point is, is that like a lot of times, like you see pop stars become actors. But they don't do it the Elvis way. They're not like singing through every song in Acapulco. Right, you know, right, they, right, uh, right. They're the Rock Johnson's buddy in an action film or something like that. Oh, Elvis signed my tits. Uh, where do you keep the drugs? Oh, oh, yeah, so, oh. All right, well, yeah. Elvis, that's dangerous. Don't go to a public place. They'll ask you to sing, and you'll fight a guy. It's the same fucking place. But this is you should check out Tex. He, this is where his alcoholism kicks off in this movie. Great. He's going to ask the waitress for a glass. Actually, maybe when, when he places the order with the waitress, you might turn the volume on. Okay. So. He's like, hey, yeah, fame's pretty good. Oh, well, you wouldn't know because you're on the way down there, um, Mr. Warner. All right. Oh, hang on. Is he leaving? No, he's got to place the order. Oh, he's just grogging. Whoa! Hey, I'm the Elvis's dad. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, like, his character is an orphan. Uh huh. And uh, so, sexy uh, uh, Elizabeth and uh, Alki Warner are like his parents, surrogate parents. Basically. I see. So he's kind of like, uh, uh, now he finds out they're an item. I'm telling you, this movie just kind of grinds to a halt at certain points. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, just, they go out and eat, and it's like, you know, nothing really, nothing, I mean, this doesn't really advance the plot. Well, I mean, he just found out that Elizabeth is a dating Elvis? No. No, you know, he's technically a little jealous of the relationship yeah. that's kind of set up. Okay, here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> was that the joke? He goes, excuse me, waitress. Excuse me, waitress, can I get a glass? And then he pulls out a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Try doing that at a club. Yeah, you can't bring... You can't it... do that in real life. Well, maybe if they don't have a liquor license, maybe it's okay. What time of day was that? Like two in the afternoon? They went to lunch? I see. All right, well, so he really, like, so Warner, Vernon's got, look, he's their skeeter. So uh, they fired everybody is what happened. Who the, did? The, the James, Carl, Carl, the old man. He right. said, listen, you know what? We're making so much money with Deke. We don't really need Susan Jessup and her trio. That's when so she became a nun. he's going home. Right, that's what she said. Fuck Hollywood. Such a cool business. So nice she could take the bus. And Warner said, Warner said, hey, you know what, Elvis, you should drive her. Take her to Farmingtown or wherever the fuck she lives. 
and because uh, he's yelling at the moon. And when uh, Husky gets back, she'll be like, "Where's my star? Where's my Elvis? I took him to the Farmingale. You what?" And we kind of find out that he, uh, oh, and he's, he's like, I'm going to rehearse drinking. It's a great line. I'm going to rehearse drinking? When did you start? Yeah. He's a, he becomes an alcoholic, like, fast. Uh-huh. Which he looks good, speaking of pointy, Carl. That's something that I can never be as an alcoholic. I swear to God. Um, one time my, my family went down to Florida and I couldn't because I just started a new job. And I pretty much drank like for three days in a row, not during work. You know what I mean? Like go to open right. mics and stuff. And I got to tell you, man, I, on the fourth day, I just felt all out of sorts. I just couldn't keep it. I just didn't – I didn't do it until they – I. They, that was it. That was my binge, you know. They came back from Florida. <laughs> I'm just not built well, so for you that. Feel that yeah. Well, it's so kind of like he, you know, I, if you were drinking at a show, like you have a couple of drinks beforehand, and then when you're on stage, you try to act sober, and then once you get off stage, you continue. Yeah. This guy drinks, and then he, they're like, at one point, they're like, well, let's get you to like a coffee shop or something, and uh -huh. he sobers up in time to perform. Uh huh. Which is not really the case. People really think that's the way it works. It's like you drink, but you know, have a cup of coffee or now you're back to normal or something, and then yeah, you're back to normal. There's only one thing that makes a drunk person sober, and it's just as bad. Something I also couldn't do for the you know what coke? Yeah, coke. It's just yeah. I couldn't handle it. You know, you're right. She does look good. She's cool. She's not as pointy. She looks great. I think she's very pointy in this one. I disagree. That's <laughs> the angle, Carl. Maybe it's cold. It's cold on the set. Yeah. The Warner Brothers sets. Who's this? Uh, I'm going to murder you before I drink. Okay, so he's so he's going to meet this, her family. Like this is, And they're having like an all-American outdoor barbecue on their farm. And uh, he's going to sing Loving You. And the parents are going to be like, what a sweet boy. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking their daughter. You see, he's good with children. He's treating them like he treats his chimpanzee. He's like, are those pills? I'm willing to take them. <laughs> those are horse tranquilizers, Elvis. Each each Hollywood story was saying that like uh, he started popping pills in the army, taking bennies, like uh -huh. the little white pills, the speed. Right. So this is before he was a pill popper. But he came back, and uh, Colonel Tom Parker, because he allegedly killed a man, never left the United States. He wasn't an American citizen. He never got his uh, right. paperwork, even though he right. joined the Army and, and stole, stole and devoured that guy's name. Uh, yeah, it's identity. Uh, so uh, he never visited Elvis when he was in Germany. But he comes back, and Tom Parker's like, let's resume the movies, boy. And the first movie Elvis does when he comes back is a film called G.I. Blues. Uh-huh. And True Hollywood Story had the Memphis Mafia thing. Elvis, the last thing he wanted to do was get back a uniform. Elvis hated that movie. So he just, you know, and that kind of set the pace for the remaining films of his. You uh-huh. Walking through them. I remember, like, Clam Bake, where you come on doing Clam, and I remember, like, Blue Hawaii. Oh, uh, I mean, the good ones are, like, Jailhouse Rock. Yeah. And uh, Viva Las Vegas, Van Margaret. 
And then the shooting, oh, he did Change a Habit. Did you ever see that one? It was like one of his last films. Mary Tyler Moore is an undercover nun. This is not the only nun he kisses in, in his movies. Like she plays a nun in, uh, oh, the Lord, she's holding his elbow. See, he doesn't know that they got kicked out. And he's kind of, she's kind of letting him know. It's like, oh, I thought you knew. Yeah, Carl, that mean old man kicked us off because you were making money. I didn't know that. So wait, he Elvis didn't get kicked off. No, they they kicked everyone but Elvis off because Elvis is their moneymaker. You know, it's oh. so like straight. Like I was telling you, nineteen fifty-seven. Like they have the horses. You know, today we'd just call an Uber. Yeah, right. Back then they had to like telegraph a horse. So he's singing a song about fucking the daughter. Why you gotta be so rude? That's killing the daughter. Loving you, just fucking you. See the kids around there. We're just gonna have sex. Winter, summer, springtime too. He's loving you, but in the fall he takes a break. In the fall he ices his balls. Look at this little Mac. Three months off icing his balls. Yeah. Well, that's a brother, right? Yeah, right, brother, sister. You always know I want to fuck you. So, so is he falling saying, in love with this girl for real in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, didn't did we miss it? But he kissed uh, Elizabeth. Kisses him already. And he's like, oh, no, ma'am. Well, maybe it's later. Okay. But I thought that's why they they started the conflict. He's all American. This is an all American. So, you know, he's gy- so during 57, he's gyrating his hips on Milton Burrow and Ed Sullivan, and uh, all the old blue hair ladies are going ape shit. Yeah. So this movie's like, yeah, we acknowledge that, but he, you know, true America loves him too. He's family, family. He's literally family entertainment right now. Mm-hmm. There's a family, and they're being entertained by him on an American farm. It's as American as you can get. By the way, those chickens never acted again. Oh, that, no, that was a one one chick wonder. <laughs> chicken flip. Uh, oh, I hear a city folk driving Look up. Look at that fancy <laughs> car. It matches your outfit. Thank goodness this movie's in color. It's Lizbeth. Yeah, well, she wants him back. I heard you got you got to come back. But she's really good with kids. Look, the kids come. She tussles their literally tussles their hair. She doesn't know who the fuck those kids are. Right. Who the pickpocket is? And they gave him uh, gave her a hug. So she took their life savings and put it in this car for publicity for all this. And Elvis doesn't realize that. But it, it's it's Warner it's Warner's uh, like uh, savings. To me, it looks like an old clunker, but it's '57. Yeah, right. It's, it was a classic movie front, uh, car at the time. I should mention, like, I've seen this movie a couple of times, and uh, her name is Glenda Marbles. But in this scene, Susan calls her Miss Margot. Oh, interesting. And the, the subtitles. Dude, I don't know. I mean, I saw it on the subtitles, and I clearly heard her say Margot. So I was like, what the fuck? That's not her name. It's Marvelous. 
I guess they were like, well, we're not reshooting. Yeah. You're not staying and having food? You gotta leave? Yeah. They're gonna go to Freegate, Texas. She's gorgeous. Yeah, Dolores Hart? That was pretty pro. She's 19, though, so. That was. Yeah, that was pretty radical at the crazy. time. see. Give me a hand. Well, back then, you know. Stop gyrating. Oh, uh, yeah. Everything grinds to a halt. Oh, yeah. So he's giving him the car. Jalopy? Oh, the jalopy, I guess. Wow, she's getting choked up. Yeah, she's good. I think Dolores Hart is great. I mean, uh, it's funny that she became a nun and her name is Dolores because this is the, uh, the mission district in, in in San Francisco has all these churches and it's a Dolores Street and it's a uh -huh. Dolores Church. All right, so look how pissed Elvis is. This is where Elvis's backstory kicks in. And I swear to God, I've seen this movie twice already, and I really don't understand it. But basically, he's an orphan. Right. And uh, he's like, you want to know something, Miss Glenda? I want to show you something about my life. Let's drive to a cemetery 40 miles from here. And she's like, okay. And they do that kind of movie thing where the conversation stops, and then 40 miles later, when they're at the location, he resumes what he was saying. Right, about right. Yeah. Yeah, he's moody. He's like, well, if you want to know my secret, take a turn and go 40 miles this way. So we're going to learn the secret. Again, this movie is just as much about Elvis as Colonel Tom Parker, the man who stole a man's name. Mm-hmm. You disapprove. He, he... Well, it's just that... Yeah? Oh, no, I don't disapprove. I mean, the guy was an asshole. Do you, you remember that Eddie Murphy interview? Like, I think it was Rolling Stone, uh -huh. where he said he met Colonel... You know, Elvis... Uh, Eddie had a huge Elvis uh, obsession. He had his own entourage in Bubble Hill, or wherever he lives in New Jersey. And he was saying in the 80s, he met Colonel Tom Parker in the Las Vegas casino, and Tom Parker rubbed his head for good luck. And he said that was awful, but, you know, that guy doesn't know. You know, was he's that old, a, and uh, that was Colonel Tom Parker. American thing? Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Wow, what a... Uh... He, he... Huh. Yeah, what an ass. Yeah. Okay, so they're going to get... He's like, want to know the secret of my life? Got to go to the cemetery. I buried her anyway. <laughs> well, I buried that girl. Buried her anyway. <laughs> buried her anyway. All right. Just park on this grave and walk over here. Why you gotta be so morbid? Seriously. Well, yeah, he's got. Here comes the secret in the movie, and I don't really understand it, Carl. Even though Elvis is such a fucking mutterer, I have no clue what the fuck he says. Right. All right. So, oh, is this the grave? No. Is this the grave? No. Why do these graves have? Why do these graveyards have to be so dark at night? Is it her headlights that are 
illuminating? It must be, right? Yes. Turn on your headlights. Elizabeth. Deke Rivers, is that him? Oh, I know. He's got a story for it. This Deke River died in 34, 20 years ago. Right. He was alone, uh, but uh, except for the friends that miss him. And he gives this story about how something awful happens at the orphanage. I don't know. I think there's a fire or someone gets punched. I don't even know, Carl. But he runs and he runs. I'll look back. He took his name? He took his name. And that day, Jimmy Thompson was dead. And Deke Rivers was exhumed. Not literally. That would be sick. Yeah, so he's stolen Ballard, this guy's name, like Tom Parker stole Tom Parker's name. Oh, I see. Yeah, see, part of the story. Like, but, little details of Tom Parker's name, life pops up in this movie. He took his name to keep his memory alive? Well, because his epitaph says that he was alone, uh, except for the friends that miss him. And he said, that's a cool. Instead of getting him that tattooed on his body, he just took the guy's name. Okay. All right, I guess. So if you're ep- so you need a cool epitaph on your on your gravestone if you want people to steal your uh, <laughs> identity theft, your posthumous name. It's moving. My seagull head. So he tell me, girls twice. Elvis's character as a child was there something wrong with his name or? Uh, well, he didn't. He didn't like. He wasn't comfortable in the skin that he was in. You know, he was. He was. He felt like it was a loner. Uh-huh. And then he saw this gravestone where they had the slogan saying oh, this so guy was a loner too, except for the. No, he didn't. This guy was long dead by the time he went to his graveyard. He wasn't so like a friend in the orphanage, and he died, so therefore he took his name. He just took some. No, it's just the orphanage. Yeah, like the orphanage is nearby, and I was. I think we see it at one point. I don't know. Anyway, let's go back to O'Shea. O'Shea, remember you? You were in the second reel. Remember me? <laughs> yeah, see, this is the newsroom where everyone has their own office and people don't get downsized. Yeah, that's right. Lay it out. It's right. 30 years hired, out this guy. When you get hired, you get hired for life. Yeah, yeah. You're on the That's my late father. He worked in the same journalist job for 40 years. Now these all right. The trouble in River City against Elvis, right? Which is stripped, uh, ripped from today's headlines. Oh, we hate Elvis. He gyrates his hips. Ladies, ladies, let's be gentlemen. That's a joke. <laughs> Gird dragon, gentlemen. <laughs> so they canceled his show. Those old ladies are responsible for no Elvis in town. And that just sucks for today's team. I'll see you later. Okay, Glenda. Thank you for showing me the gravestone where you identity theft that dead guy. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Oh, look, it's deep. What do you mean you're canceled? But what, so they got they the get, canceled? what are they canceled, they canceled for? He's gyrating his hips. I mean, why get him canceled? Those blue-haired ladies don't want no gyration. So they pulled out the thing that says show canceled, and they put it outside the theater. And here the Kids of America comes up to Deke. Deke, why did they cancel the show? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, Deke, we want to see you perform. So yeah, Deke. The car? 
Yeah, no, 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 no. But the band, even though the band is like pushing upstream to these girls to get in the, the convertible, they're not going to perform. They just want to get the fuck out of it. I see. And she sees for publicity. She can't believe this is happening. Liz Brad. This doesn't run over anybody. <laughs> deke, Deke, yeah, you're just one of the millions of girls, lady. Yeah. Oh, old. There you go, O'Shea. He says Mr. O'Shea, even though the credits just calls him out, like, you can't buy publicity like this. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're right, fellas. Maybe you're right. So now the big story she, will she's be shut more down. Hmm. Yeah, well, she's going to go to the city hall right now. She's walking over to city hall. Oh, no, no, I guess she's got to make a call. But she's going to talk to the city the councilman about this. Okay. Basically, charm away. Okay, so this guy is this guy is actually a, a known. Uh, I did a little look into because he he runs a TV station, right? And uh, she's like, listen, if you bring him on TV and show him that he's all American, people will see that he's all American. And it was, all right, we'll put him on. <laughs> so she's scheming. Like she's literally rubbing her hands on this scheme. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Evil. Uh, okay, he's drunk. I'm angry drunk. Well, ma'am. Go fuck yourself. And your longtime friend. Just run this down to he's just all sarcastic. <laughs> he's in his cowboy he's suit. Also kind of rude. I know he's rude to the couch too. He's got the boots on the couch. Is this a hotel? Yeah, yeah, they're staying in a hotel. Like I think it's literally across the theater or something like that. You can see the theater marquee outside. You're yeah, drunk. He's, he's drunk. You're drunk. You're well, my character's uh, drunk too. <laughs> he went for. He became a politician. He became a Republican politician. He was the uh, president of the Academy of Arts, the Oscars. Uh in the early 60s, and he ran for congressman like in California. It didn't, didn't, didn't happen for him. Oh, he didn't make it? No. Weren't so this you, movie um, has a future politician. You too had a stint in... Weren't you president of the Academy of Farts for a while? <laughs> the Academy of Farts, yeah. And sciences. That job's... Sciences of Farts. Mm. Oh, big stinker. This movie has like uh, Elvis, a nun, uh, a politician. Yeah. Elizabeth herself, she kind of does TV in the 60s, but she gets into real estate and she does a lot of Hollywood charities. Uh huh. I think she's very cool. I, I, she really makes this movie for me. So I'm uh -huh. going to be. Okay, this is where she maxed on him, and it's going to confuse him. Also, I like that background. All the lights are on. You can see clearly through the lights on in the building. Mm hmm. That's that's not like a uh, a painting of a skyline. That's you know actually view. That's a real cityscape. That's yeah, because as you know, when you look out the window, you clearly see the square lit boxes of every window. Look at his hair, man. It's really great. <laughs> Twenty-two years old. You know, can't even get that that pop clean. Yeah. Like use a comb, Elvis. So I guess it's um hair grease. It's got to be styling grease. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's well. My wife calls him a greasy drifter in this movie. 
He's a greasy drifter. Gotcha. He has greasy drifter hair. I'm too nice to think it's your fault, even though you're a schemer. Yeah, even though, oh, Mrs. Colonel Parker, you're all right. You're a sexy lady. Here you got me. That's a little suspect. Kin folks. Well, he's, he's having second doubts about this Nezer Isaac uh, rise to stardom. Uh-huh. He, he's ready to keep pushing him to the top, and he, he he wants off this crazy ride. I see. So did she tell him about the TV show? Yeah, yeah. She's saying, like, you go on this TV show and people see who you are, they're going to shut the fuck up and let you perform. He kissed her. Yeah, and she was weird about it. Well, she kind of likes text. I mean, she hangs around her ex. Yeah. Listen here. We're going to have a music band. But she's telling these guys what, uh, what for. And but she's she got up guys. note cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's prepped. She's waving them around. Look, listen. Didn't you 30 years ago listen to jazz? <laughs> and didn't they say that jazz, jazz? Oh, so that's what it was about. It was about this rock and roll is poisoning our culture yeah yeah but she's saying the beauty poisoned the cold the youth of the day and jazz poison all you guys and they go yeah let's do it about face the broad's right you know rock and roll gentlemen's right which really did take apart uh much of uh the culture of of these people i mean they're not wrong in retrospect you know uh People stopped wearing suits and wearing blue jeans. You stopped calling your boss Mr. So-and-so. Every job didn't right. have a uniform to go with it. I mean, the 60s yeah, this is, did take this down. Is Colonel, this is Colonel Tom Parker making a movie saying, that's all right, guys. Let it in. Let them wear blue jeans. You, you wore jazz jeans 30 years ago. What do you say? This guy goes, Congratulations. Does he have to? He oh, wants to know oh, if he has to wear makeup at the TV. Thank you, suckers. Thank you, suckers. Finally made it to Act 3, Carl. Suckers. Oh, sorry. I meant to say that outside the room. Suckers. And you're all a bunch of suckers. Okay, suckers. Bye, suckers. They fell for it. Look how drunk Texas. Oh, he He's didn't go to the makeup uh, desk. He's saying, oh, I rehearsed plenty getting drug. <laughs> and she's like, we got to take you to a whorehouse so you can sober up. <laughs> let's, yeah. Or whatever let's they did. Coffee the with you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because we got a t live TV show. Uh, I'm performing live on TV. Okay. That's not how it usually gets told. It told me earlier. And so that's act three is his performance. Okay. All Elvis has to do is show up on his TV show and perform. So Elvis doesn't want to do it. He's done with it. He's going to drive off. Stranding them. In his new fancy car they bought for him. 
Uh, yeah, I think he takes the jalopy. No, he left the fancy car to Susan. He took his jalopy. Actually. Oh, so oh jalopy it was the other way around. Yeah, he gave the good car to the, the chick. He didn't give the shit car. Wow. Or back in the day, the car. What a great hey, guy. Man. Look look how drunk he is. It's just so weird. Okay, so there's there you have a TED Talk. KTD's there. Oh, I figured Elvis would go to their cookies. studio. No, no, they're going to do this at the Grand Theater. where uh, jalopy. You know, I was looking at the cases. Yeah. Oh, but Elvis wasn't driving, was he? No, someone drove it for, um, drove, uh, there was, it was a guy in a uniform, just like I was talking about. Today, it'd just be.